What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, welcome to the Viking Age podcast, the official podcast for thevikingage.com. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I'm the editor and lead writer for the Viking Age. I'm joined by my host, Chris Shad, as always, who writes for us here at the Viking Age, as well as a number of other online publications. Uh, Make sure to subscribe to this channel, like this video, uh, and follow the Vikings on Twitter and Facebook. But before we get started today, make sure to head down to the description to enter to win a free Justin Jefferson jersey. The contest ends tomorrow, uh, Friday, May 6th. So get those uh, entries in while you can, and uh, we'll probably reveal the winner sometime next week. So. Uh, enter the contest in the description below for a free Justin Jefferson jersey. Uh, terms and conditions apply, and the contest ends tomorrow. All right. So we're talking Vikings today because this is a Vikings podcast. But uh, but Chris, uh, how are we doing uh, so far uh, this week? Uh, we 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 over the the Timberwolves playoff loss. Are we recovered from the draft? Are we, you know? There was, uh, I think, Big Kaz was on AEW last night getting squashed, which was weird. Uh, but how are we doing? Doing good uh, so far. Heck of a lot better after last night with the Wild getting yeah. a 6-2 to two victory. Uh, they might build a statue of Kirill Kaprizov uh, after this playoff run if he's going to do what he did last night with a hat trick, but Everybody's pretty fired up over here. We've had a lot of interesting sports over the past month or so, but uh, it just keeps coming. We just seem to be the center of the sports universe. So it's a lot of fun over here right now, which is something I haven't said in a long time when it comes to Minnesota sports. Yeah. How old is he? Carell. Uh, Carell. Yeah. Uh, 
24, 25. Yeah, he's a little older because they draft they drafted him in 2017 or 2018, and then he didn't come over from Russia. So he was like a fifth round pick, and that was like the big thing. And then he came over when he was like 23, 24, and everybody was not everybody was upset because he won the Calder Trophy, but some people thought Jason Robertson of the Stars should have won because he was 21 and an actual rookie, and Kirill had played like five or six years overseas Mm -hmm. in professional experience. So, um. But he's still good. He's he's the biggest superstar the Wild have had. And, uh, you know, when you think about the four superstars that are in Minnesota right now, you have Byron Buxton, who just hit a 450 foot bomb for the Twins. You have Kirill Kaprizov for the Minnesota Wild. You have Anthony Edwards for the Timberwolves and tying this all together. Of course, you have Justin Jefferson for your Minnesota Vikings. Of course. Um, All right. So getting to the Vikings today. Not a whole lot uh, going on this week. You know, they did sign an undrafted uh, free agent kicker today. So that was some pretty big, big news. That was the biggest news of, of today. But we don't need to talk about that. He's got a pretty sweet mustache. We'll see uh, how that goes. But today, uh, starting off, we're going to talk about uh, J.C. Treader, which uh, for those who aren't familiar, he is a veteran center. He's a free agent right now. Uh, earlier this year, he was released by the Browns, and ever since he was released by the Browns early, earlier this year, uh, Vikings fans have been hoping that, that Minnesota will sign him. So, you know, this is understandable, since Garrett Bradbury is uh, terrible. Um, and uh, Treader has been one of the best centers in the entire NFL for a handful of years. Um, so, now, Treader is still unsigned. Uh, but some recent... Activity recently took place when a Vikings account on Twitter known as VNS, uh, which I believe stands for Viking News Skull, uh, revealed a direct message conversation with Treader's father, Joe. Uh, In the conversation, Joe Treader revealed that the Vikings are in his son's top five teams to sign with. And when it comes to Minnesota specifically, it's, quote, up to them, end quote. So. Knowing this and the fact that Treader is just still unsigned and the Vikings still, they could use someone else who's not Garrett Bradbury at center. You know, how big of an impact could someone like J.C. Treader make for the Vikings next season if they were to sign him even to a one-year deal this year? You know, I'd like to go back to the 2019 offseason and maybe offer him a contract there when he was a free agent from the Green Bay Packers. Because imagine where this team would be if you had a J.C. Treader in his prime. Yeah, he'd be a little bit expensive. But I think with the way Kirk Cousins plays, getting an interior center and getting a mauler in the middle would have really helped him and avoid a lot of the pressure and downfalls that he had. Uh, The big concern with Treader is his knees. Um, they seem to be not so good. He hasn't signed yet with anybody like you mentioned, but I think that, I I mean, it's worth a gamble. Like we talk about competition, uh, along the offensive line. Maybe you sign him to a contract. If he shows up to training camp and he's got like the stone cold Steve Austin near knee braces, Mm -hmm. you're sweating it out a little bit. Maybe you just cut your losses. Maybe it's a non-guaranteed contract. Um, I don't know if he'd sign that which I think that's the whole up to them part of the equation. But if we're talking about one-year gambles, who would you rather have? Would you rather have J.C. Treader or Garrett Bradbury? I mean, I obviously would go (laughs) J.C. Treader. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, uh, 
Uh, yeah, that's a, that's an easy answer. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm just curious to know, well, yeah, like what that means. Like it's up to them. Like, is he, what, what is he looking for? Is he looking for a, a long-term deal? Is he looking for probably guaranteed money, at least a little bit and uh, a contract? But yeah, like you said, uh, he does have some, some knee problems, even though I believe he played in every game uh, last year for the Browns, but I don't think he practiced at all. I think that was the the thing that that's come out that he didn't really practice because of his his knees. But, you know, he was still, despite not practicing, he was still, what, the, the sixth best guard, according to the PFF in the NFL last season, which I think is, is pretty good. I mean, just, you know, just all you have to do is think of uh, Allen Iverson, you know, and talking about practice, like, you know, he's, he's a veteran. He doesn't need practice. Um, so, yeah, it would be a good signing. And I just, I understand that, this the the new coaching staff thinks they can not, not necessarily turn Bradbury around Bradbury around but put him in a like a better position to succeed than the last uh coaching staff but like there were like he's had so many opportunities I feel like to succeed that you know no matter what the the Vikings new coaching I like I just don't see how there's a way that the Vikings new coaching staff can transform this offense to make Garrett Bradbury like into this 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 great uh, center or even like an average center because that's really all they need is just him for him to be average but you know and you mentioned the concerns about uh treader's knees is there any are there any other concerns that you know pretty much about treader since he's unsigned right now like are you concerned about anything else age or or you know i've heard the theory that he's the he's the head of the the players uh, association and people are a little like uh, we don't want to get involved in that if you know he's gonna be around because uh, I don't know because because teams are weird and they don't want to be involved in and you know with a, a union or whatever uh, the players union um, so are there any other concerns besides his needs that would prevent you maybe from from signing someone like a JC Treader maybe price I don't know yeah I mean I'm looking at the Vikings cap situation right now According to over the cap, the Vikings have $12.2 million in salary cap space, but they, they also have 8.2. What's that? Yeah, yeah, there's enough there. They also have 8.2 in effective cap space, which uh, yeah. accounts for how much your rookie, rookie class is rookie. going to be designed. Yeah. And they, they even save money by trading down to take Lewisine, which I don't think was the, uh, the onus of that selection. No. No. But uh, it's just something worth mentioning. Um like age might be a thing. They they might like. Here's the thing. I, I think what what's the Ram Center's name? Brian Allen. That's his name. I think so. Yeah. I I, I can't think of the Ram Center right now. But um, you know, before this year, yes, Brian Allen. He he wasn't very good. Like he he was one of he, he was a disappointment. He was a fourth round pick. They gave him one last shot last year, and he was an awesome offensive lineman. Um, they gave him a big contract to keep him around in Los Angeles. So those were big things. I think I was listening to score North the other day, which makes some people cringe, but that's fine. I'm doing to Oh no. Say, yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Negative. Said, uh, yeah. yeah. But uh, they were positive because they mentioned yeah. that the Rams offensive line had no pro bowlers on their starting roster, but mm -hmm. they had the highest pass block win rate in the NFL last year. 
So it might be a collective part. And I mean, I, I heard the analogy that, you know, the offensive line is like a fist, right? And if you have like a finger sticking out this way, don't worry, it's my pointer or uh, whatever, like it, it doesn't work as effectively. If you get five guys, maybe you got a weak link in the middle. I'm not going to stick it up. Um, you know, you get a little more punch off the line and we see a better version of Garrett Bradbury. I, I don't know. Um, Chris Reed has also been rumored to have a shot at winning that center position. And maybe they really like him. He's technically one of us because like another Viking, he went to Mankato and his wife is from Rochester. Who went to Mankato? Where I'm from. Uh, can't put his name on it. Justin Jefferson? He, he went to Man- Mankato? Uh, um, might have been. How, how much of the CJ success, Ham? how much of the success though, like the turnaround of, of Brian Allen, uh, with the Rams, you think was uh, kind of due to Matt Stafford being there because I because he's not one who just sits there mm-hmm. in the pocket. He moves around. Yeah. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Stafford will actually take a step to the left or right or, yeah. you know, away from the defender instead of, oh, I guess it's coming. I'll just get buried here. Yeah. But just because uh, yeah, I. I, I because yeah, we 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 do that. We compare it. We we're going to compare. We're going to do it for the rest of the summer and the season. We're going to compare the the Rams' offense to what the Vikings' offense could be. And I think we also have to be careful because although Kirk Cousins and Matthew Stafford put up similar stats, they're two very different quarterbacks in terms of you know pocket presence, risk taking, throwing style. Like there's a lot of difference, and I think. Um, us just assuming that because Brian Allen got better, they can do the same thing for Garrett Bradbury. If Matthew Stafford was the Vikings quarterback, I would feel better about that. And then I still think, you know, that the Vikings have a good chance of a better chance, maybe of, of improving that offensive line with, with Kevin O'Connell running things and, and, and other people doing so as well. But I'm just also a little hesitant because there's two totally different people in charge of those offenses. Um, so that's that's all I got on JC Treader. I think we'll just have to just keep an eye on uh, what happens, and it it could. And the is Vikings, he... I feel like they they sign guys in like June, or I would keep an eye probably after June first. Um, is he a guy you absolutely have to have, in your opinion? No, I don't think so. It would make me feel better about it, yeah. but I don't think if the Vikings passed on him and he went somewhere else until I see a game played, I guess I, I would. I wouldn't be upset. That was kind Maybe of my like week first, four, if, you know. That was kind of my first question too. Yeah. Like, how big of an impact can a center have on you know your team? Like, yes, they will be a little better, but you still have lots of other things to worry about. Um, you know, especially on the defensive side of the ball. So, mm-hmm. I yeah, I th- I, th- I think everyone would be happy if they got JC Treader. I think. All of this talk, sure. though, just speaks is just makes it even more disappointing <laughs> that Garrett Bradbury didn't work out because he's a first round pick. Uh, he's a center like that doesn't usually happen a lot. And here we are. So, And you know who got taken after Garrett Bradbury? I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to know. Jeffrey Simmons, Tennessee Titans would have been a great. Uh, I know. The, I know the Vikings had the world's greatest three tech at the time. Uh, Shamar Stefan. But um <laughs> yeah, he would have been okay. I think Just there's like a lot of guys who Smith yeah, Jr. Yeah. I had AJ yeah. Brown yeah. and DK and, Metcalf and, and Terry McLaurin and, and Mike Hughes ahead yeah, of Lamar Jackson. I mean, I keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Rick. <laughs> Thanks a lot. 
Yeah, they haven't uh, they haven't given a, a fifth round option uh, to a player since Trey Wayne. So that's that's really exciting. they're going to give it to Justin Jefferson. Well, if he if he even makes it there, like I, I feel like he's going to yeah. get a new contract before he even gets a, a fifth year option. Uh, but yeah, they we'll want all right moving there. Mo- yeah, no. Moving on to uh, the Vikings are going overseas next season to play a football game, a regular season football game. So on Wednesday, the NFL revealed that uh, they revealed all the international games for next season that would be taking place. Um, there are some in London, I believe, Germany, I believe, and Mexico, I think, are all the destinations. Uh, so the Vikings are one of the teams that is going to be playing one of their regular season games outside of the United States. The league revealed on Wednesday that the Vikings and Saints will be taking on each other in a week four matchup in London, England, inside Tottenham Hotspur Stadium on Sunday, October 2nd at 8.30 a.m. Central Time on NFL Network. 6.30 a.m. my time. Not looking forward to that. Uh, good news for Vikings, uh, for the Vikings, though, as this will count as one of their away games, so they will not be losing any of their nine home games to London, which is pretty exciting. And the Saints are losing one of their home games, so which is even more exciting. Um, so the Vikings are playing in London first time since 2017 when they played the Browns. So the the, the game is taking place in week four, and Bye weeks now can't start until week six. So that's that means that the Vikings, when they come when they finish their game in London in week five, they will not have a bye. I'm assuming they're gonna have like a Sunday night game or a Monday night game. That would be the hope. But um do you have any concerns about this game, you know, potentially even just derailing the start of the Viking season because since, you know, it's early and they don't get a bye afterwards. And it's just it's a lot because it's they got to fly far away, time zone change, jet lag, all that stuff. Like, do you think it's there's any concerns about it possibly just throwing their whole season off because it's so early? That sounds like the typical Minnesotan like thing after <laughs> I don't a even, loss. Like, I'm not well, we had. To, I mean, it all sounds legit, but I mean, it's just like a built-in excuse. Like, well, we had to fly across the world, and we had jet lag, <laughs> and we were tired, and. You know, it was UK and all that. And bad stuff. fish and chips. Yeah, bad. I was trying to think of what like British people eat. Like they eat like baked beans for breakfast and stuff. Crumpets. I don't know. Don't knock it until you try it. I guess. Um, I usually I stick with the cold pizza uh, over here, but um, I don't know. I I mean, when is the buy? Because I think I remember. If I if I remember correctly, the Dolphins and the Jaguars were the first international game last year, right? And then neither of them had a bye week after that game, but their bye week was like the most immediate bye week they could have. So like they didn't get one in week five, but they got in week six. So yeah, maybe that's, that's what, what the NFL does. And maybe, you know, the NFL like will just be like, I mean, maybe you just take an L in week five or something, or maybe you play the lions or something. I know the lions beat the Vikings, but I'm just saying maybe (laughs) it's kind of a more easier game than you would. Like if they, if they go to London and they have to fly to Buffalo. Yeah. I think they play the jets next year. Maybe they can do that. 
And, and maybe that would be like a benefit to them. Like maybe they'll play one of the East Coast games right after the London game. Just fly to the East Coast, yeah. Yeah, just fly to like New York or Buffalo or something. I and think teams have done that before. Yeah. Stay over there. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, maybe that's what the NFL. Uh, you would have to think the NFL would throw them a bone, right? I don't. Like, I don't think that you're going. <laughs> they I don't care. You're going to go play the Niners. Good luck. <laughs> I, I, I think, Niners aren't even on the schedule, but like a West I, Coast team, you know. It depends on other events. It depends on stadium schedules. Like, I don't think they factor in like, oh, we got to be nice to the Vikings. We got to make sure that they have an easy week five or, uh, you know, an easy time. But I would I would think that they would be. They would do it know, for the make, Packers. At least. At le- they, oh, for sure. They would at least be. And the Bucks. They would at least be like the afternoon late Sunday game at the very least is like so that they can have as much time as possible to adjust. Mm-hmm. I would I would think that that game would be a home game. It's just if it's if it's not a Monday and if it's not then it has to be like a Monday night game. Um yeah, that's I would possible. Think, I would think it would be a home game cuz that would just be probably the easiest for for everybody. But once again, I don't expect the NFL to give anyone any, you know, they just, they took away like the new Orleans, new Orleans is one of the biggest, you know, markets in the NFL. Um, and they mm-hmm. just took away one of their home games. So, you know, I don't think it, really it's can. a hell of a destination for Vikings fans. When I looked at the schedule, I kind yeah. of thought of a road game and I'm like, new Orleans would be fun. Nope. Yeah. So, Got to stick for, with Miami, I guess. But Je- Justin yeah. Jefferson was looking forward to that. He already expressed his uh, disappointment yeah. with going. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, we're going to London. Great. I can't go to New Orleans." Um, but yeah, what? So, like, are there any other countries you'd want to see the Vikings play? I can, I can think of a few that would probably be pretty fun. So the obvious one, I think, is Canada. Hmm. Like mm-hmm. go up north. I mean, I know it's not warm, but right they'll play a game up in Winnipeg. Yeah. Oh, that's where Bud Grant cut his teeth a little oh, bit as a yeah. head coach. Go play yeah. in the Blue Bombers stadium. Um, Ooh, that'd be cold. It would be very cold, but whatever. <laughs> it'd be it'd be fun. Is there is there, um, is there is there a dome up there? Doesn't like Calgary have like a dome? Or I feel like they do in the CFL. Calgary does. Yeah. Toronto yeah. has Sky Dome, obviously. Yeah. So if they did a game in Toronto, that would probably work. Um, yeah. Well, they did that with the Bills. Right? I feel like a couple years ago they did like the yeah the, the Bills, Bills did that a couple games. times. They were trying to get a new stadium. Now they finally have one, and it doesn't have a roof. It's like two point five billion dollars with a B, and it doesn't have a roof. Like yeah. what? Doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, I, uh, no. I, <laughs> like if you're spending Buffalo. that much money, you should be able yeah. to host a WrestleMania, right? Yeah. Like Buffalo yeah, WrestleMania. It, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if that would ever happen. I don't, I don't think too many. Probably uh, not. Too many people are like that Let's is go to not Buffalo. a destination, but you know, no, it's it's not. Um, but yeah, like I, I think I saw a couple of weeks ago, like Buffalo is like the snowiest. It was the snowiest city in the country this year, like per a hundred thousand people or whatever. Um, and I'm less like, and they they're just paying billions of dollars for a new stadium with no roof because they're like, we like the elements, and it's like. That's great, but you're just wasting <laughs> money. Cause look at look at all the stuff the Vikings stadium gets. Like they get the final four. They do lots of other stuff. Like I think the 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 Gophers baseball team plays there sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um they've got they have to get but they got like monster trucks and stuff in there probably too. Um but like but the, the, the Bill Stadium is just gonna be though. uh yeah, the the, the 
Maybe one day. The Bills Stadium is just going to be closed for like four months because yeah. of the weather. Can't even have concerts there or anything. Just well, I mean, you could, waste, but just yeah, just no, nobody's gonna want to play those concerts. Um, but I was thinking, I feel like Iceland and Norway are just too easy, easy choices yes. for, yes. for the Vikings to go. Yeah, like a a real, a real skull chant, just like, woo, that would be uh, a lot of fun. And I, even just some places, that's just like some random places like Japan or something, or like Sydney, Australia. I just feel like it'd be cool. I think way back in the day the, the NFL played like preseason games in Japan because I feel like yeah I remember that because I think the Vikings played like the 49ers there or something yeah I'm like why is I think um, on in the middle of the morning <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> I think I remember it from like a Terrell Davis like football life because that's where like he got noticed because he was on like special teams and he delivered like a yeah. huge hit in a preseason game in Japan and that just like sticks in my memory for, for some reason but yeah Iceland, Norway. I can see Canada too because it's right there. That's that's easy. I don't know why the NFL hasn't done more with Canada. It's right there. Like, do they just I and I think they're trying to do something with Canada. Like, I think there's a whole bunch of teams that have like a sister uh yeah. city or something. So like the Vikings are I don't remember where it is, but like they're trying to grow the game in Canada and mm-hmm. get more people to you know it's right there. get into the game. I mean Winnipeg would be awesome. I'm telling you, that would be that'd be a lot of fun. Cool. There's Edmont- but- yeah, there's Edmonton, Winnipeg, Edmonton. Toronto. Yeah, they're all they're yeah. everywhere. And Ed- Edmonton's like the, um, you know, North Dakota state colors too. So, not to be confused. The Eskimos. Yeah. Oh, they're not the Eskimos anymore. They're 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 the Elks now. They changed their name. Oh, do they have to change it? Yeah, they did. because oh. <laughs> one of our writers. Uh, at the Viking Age, uh, Elliot, he uh, he's he lives in I think he lives in Edmonton, um, and he's a uh-huh. he, he's a big Elks fan now. So, um, um Saskatchewan Rough Riders, man, oh, only yeah, because I assume they blast DMX before games. That's, so a, that's, be a, that's a that's that's a hell of a name. That's that wrong, Rough Riders. Yeah, this <laughs> it just flows, just Saskatchewan. Rough Stop, drop. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. have to play that song. All right. Obviously. Last topic, which of course you know we have to mention Kirk Cousins on this show because because what 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 would the, a Vikings podcast be without a mention of of Kirk Cousins? And this is not going to be criticizing him at all. Well, we'll see about that actually. Um, so so during the this year's draft, the Tennessee Titans selected former Liberty quarterback Malik Willis in the third round, way later than anyone thought that he would go, but they they picked him. So, you know, the Titans already have a starting quarterback in Ryan Tannehill, who currently has the highest cap hit in the NFL next season uh, at $38.6 million. Kirk is only number three. Yay. Um, so earlier earlier well, this sure, week. When, I'm sure he's yeah. seething about it, too. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm third now? What are you doing, McCartney? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, all guaranteed. Think, Never mind. I think... Uh, Jared Goff is fourth too, so it's like Tannehill. I think Rogers, no, Mahomes is second, Cousins is third, and Goff is fourth. So hell of a hell of a uh, Mount Rushmore quad, quad team there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, earlier this week, Tannehill, I think they were doing some OTA stuff, and uh, he was talking about the Titans' decision to draft Willis, and he said, "Quote: 
I don't think it's my job to, to mentor him. But, you know, if he learns from me along the way, that's a great thing, end quote. So, so people took this uh, in whatever way they, they wished. Uh, some people didn't have a problem with it. Some people did. But when looking at the Vikings' current QB situation, they have Kirk Cousins as their starter. Then they have Sean Mannion, Kellen Mond, and Nate Stanley right now as the backup. So, you know, kind of in reference to the comments that Tannehill made about Willis, do you think Kirk Cousins should feel obligated to be a quote-unquote mentor to the other young quarterbacks on the Vikings roster like Kellen Mond and Nate Stanley? So I thought about this a little bit. And I tried to think of it from both standpoints. I think Tannehill is right from the standpoint. He's trying to make his money. He's trying to get the bag. He's trying to keep his starting job and be the starter of the Tennessee Titans as long as possible. I mean, when it's the NFL, you got to look out for yourself at some point. And I mean, if there's a rookie that comes in, you can look at that and say, hey, it's not my job to groom him to take my job. That's like, you know, that just screws me over. Where I kind of have an issue with it is it's a team sport, right? So let's say Ryan Tannehill gets sacked and he blows out his knee. Malik Willis has to come in. If he's coming in like Kellen Mond did in that Green Bay game, things aren't going to go so well, right? So, I mean, as a team leader, like you should at least make the new quarterback welcome. Look at the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes comes in and I know it's Patrick Mahomes. He's got a bazooka for an arm and probably well, we, greatest, did. we didn't know that about him. The greatest quarterback. We didn't but, know that about sorry. him when he was drafted though. We didn't, but I mean, he, he, had, he had all yeah. these traits. Yeah. So, so I mean, if he comes in, if he goes to a bad situation, let's say, let's say the Vikings, they sign Kirk cousins, but then they draft Patrick Mahomes and Kirk's like, <laughs> no, screw you. I'm, I'm Kirk cousins. I got all the money in the world. Mm-hmm. Like maybe, I mean, Patrick Mahomes probably turns out to be a good quarterback anyway. But I mean, if if he's not paying attention to him and he, the Vikings have to use him, they're screwed. So, I mean, it benefits Tannehill even more to get this guy under his wing. Because here's the other thing, too. Alex Smith, like, was open arms to Patrick Mahomes. And what happened? That word got around like, hey, this guy's good. You know, let's you want him on your team. So, like, Washington forks out a draft pick and a player, Kendall Fuller, for it. And they get him. Jimmy Garoppolo, same thing. I mean, people people love Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco. They just traded for Trey Lance because he's a better prospect. He didn't whine and complain and, like, be like, no, I'm not helping him. He was just like, okay, I'm going to do my job. I'm going to go out there. Trey's going to develop. And when they want to trade me, they trade me. They just saw the writing on the wall. And I think, too, you know, it's not a for certain – that Malik Willis is going to take Ryan Tannehill's job. Right. So, you know, he might look at him as not really a threat. I, I guess, you know, if we're going to bring this back to Kirk Cousins, he has always resisted competition, right? He, he's resisted, you know, he wasn't like, as a get as out a, of here, but he wasn't exactly receptive to it. I'd right. say as a starter, because when he was in Washington, he was, he was the backup. So he was mm-hmm. that guy trying to take the starting yeah. job. Which would remember which, Bold which, Levi Mitchell? Yeah, yes, I do remember him, and I kn- I know what you're about to say. Yeah, because he he came in, he's like, I want to get the job, and they're like, No, mm-hmm. you need to support Kurt. They told him no. Like what? I want to be the yeah. star- starter, and they're like, Okay, you're gone. Yeah. I don't think they ever signed him though. Like they're like, that's, thank you. That's kind okay. of thank you. That's kind of uh, that was kind of Kyle Sloter's mentality too. Like 
mm-hmm. I'm going to compete for the starting job just like everyone else is. And, and they're like, we don't we don't want that. We want you to be Sean Mannion and just hold a clipboard. Which if you're a quarterback, why don't you go into an organization being like, I'm going to take the job like this Sean Mannion just you get drafted should. and go. Yeah. Ah, oh, give me that clipboard. And, right. Uh, right. Yeah. I don't okay. think. Yeah. Did, I don't. What, when did he when did Manning get drafted? I feel like he was before oh God, I, I think he was this. before Jared Goff. Let me look. So it was when they yeah. had uh might have been when they had Sam Bradford. Um or even I think Nick Foles was there for like a year. Um but I feel like Kirk Cousins um, being kind of in a situation where he's in, by the okay. way. So Yeah. So like a year. So Bradford, I think Bradford was still there. I think he was 2015. I think he went to the Eagles. No, no, no. He went to the Vikings. He was with the Eagles in 2015. So they did draft Goff. Did they draft Goff and Mannion in the same year? No. 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 I don't think so. I think they had Foles in 2015 because I think that was the the Teddy uh, hit your head into the turf game that where uh, Zimmer wanted to rip Greg Williams' head off. Um. I think that was the year. I think they had Nick Foles. Eric Goff was the following year, 2016. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. But, but I mean, Kirk Cousins being, I feel like him trying to kind of like fighting his way to be a backup and then earning his, you know, job as a starter. I feel like he should be someone who's more open to, you know, helping these younger guys kind of just learn the ropes. And it's not necessarily like teach him how to take your job. It's not, it's not that. It's like just this. Like you said, the team sport, prepare them because this is football. You never know what's going to happen. I don't care if Kirk Cousins has never missed a game or whatever in his his, his career with the Vikings because of injury. It doesn't matter. This this is football. One play and you're gone. You know, Russell Wilson, I think he had a long streak of, you know, playing games and he missed a bunch of games last year because it's a fluke injury and, and he missed time and the Seahawks missed the playoffs. And I think you just have to the Vikings, and maybe this will be the case with with Kevin O'Connell being in there too, and then you know being more focused on quarterbacks and offense, where they just they have everyone prepared for you know if Kirk gets hurt, you know you have to be ready to do this. And I don't think they were they were ready for that last year. I think they just were like, all right, Sean, you know this offense, you can just you figure it out. And Kellen, you're a rookie, so just you know sit back there and watch instead of like kind of giving them some hands-on experience so i kind of agree with you that like you know it's not kirk's job to be kellen mon's mentor or nate stanley's but at the same time you know don't just like be like oh they're my competition they're coming for my job i should like do whatever i can to not help them when everyone knows kellen mon is not starting over kirk cousins so like if that's the case and kirk is smart enough to know that just like help this kid out like make him a quarterback that can fill in for you if needed. He's not going to take your job if he comes in mm-hmm. for a few games. You're going to get your job back. Um, and then, you know, it's better for you because then other guys want to sign uh, with the Vikings and be the backup, like younger guys, or they, or other teams want to trade for Kirk because they're like, oh, we got a younger guy and he can help, you know, groom this guy to be a better quarterback. So, tech. Like, I just think these questions are also poorly worded. Like, I don't think Ryan Tannehill is like going to be this terrible guy who's going to be like, 
oh, Malik Willis, get him out of here. I'm not even going to talk to him. Like, I just like, because other guys like Flacco have answered this before too, where it's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not his mentor or whatever, but like later you find out that he actually, you know, did help guys out. Like he's helping, what's the kid in, in New York right now? Uh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. I think, yeah. I think he's raved about Flacco, like um, being mm-hmm. like super helpful to him. So like, I think these questions are also just poorly answered where they say one thing and people just run with it and they're like, Oh, you're a terrible person. You're not going to be a mentor. And it's like, okay, I said that, but like, that's probably not exactly what I mean. Like, I don't feel like it's my, he's like, what Tannehill's probably trying to say is I have so much to do already. Like my focus on being his mentor, that's not my primary focus. My focus is to help this team the most. And me being the starting quarterback is more important than me helping this guy progress his career. There's coaches for that. So I don't, and it's not like they're in separate rooms or anything. Like they're all going to be watching films together. So like if they're watching like a film study and Malik Willis goes, Hey, why did you do that? Ryan Tannehill is going to be like, what would, why would you like to know? Like, you know, <laughs> it's just it's like, a secret. coach would okay. smack him upside the head, wouldn't they? Otherwise it's going to be a terrible coach. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like they just, I just oh. think they're, they're poorly, poorly answered. And like some guys aren't, aren't good at that. Like, I feel like Kirk would say something similar. He's he's not like he's trained to say the right things. But when he gets asked questions like this, that kind of like throw him off. He says stuff like this and people like myself and, and you or other people will take it and run with it and, and interpret it in whatever way we want. And I think this is just a case of that where, I, you know, because I don't think, you know, I don't think Ryan Tannehill is going to be sitting there being like, I'm, you know, I got this notebook full of, uh, you know, our offense and, and secrets. And it's, you know, it's got a lock, a lock on it. And Malik Willis cannot know what the code is to open this because <laughs> it will just ruin everything. So, you know, I, I figure it out yourself, yeah. rookie. I think the coaches are more important in, in mentoring than, than the players. The players can be there for guys. Like you think of guys like Derek Carr and, and things like that, like good teammates. Just be a good teammate. Like, that's it. I, I can't even I can't remember. Maybe you can go back to like Steve Young and Joe Montana. I, like I don't think did did Joe Montana really want a whole lot to do with Steve Young? Like you gotta go way back because I think Joe Montana he just wanted to be a starter still, and that's why they traded him. What about Brett they, Favre and Aaron Rodgers? Mm, you know, I'm really surprised I didn't bring that up. But 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 then you come to learn, yeah, Brett Favre didn't want to give up his job. That that's because he, yeah, he could still play, and he was right. I but, would hope and, he wouldn't want to give up his right. job. Yeah. But he, but he, cause he could still play. And I, I believe that Aaron Rodgers was probably the same way when Jordan love got drafted, but Aaron Rodgers also has probably helped Jordan love a lot in the last couple of years. And he's also mm-hmm. won two MVPs. So it's also, uh, you know, your what's, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Uh, you're just, Oh, insecure, insecure. If if you don't want to help, you know, the guy behind you, you're insecure about yourself. Like if you think you're the best quarterback, then go show it. Like then it's not gonna matter if if he's competing or not because you're the better one. So I don't know. That's all I got. And especially there. before Ryan Tannehill said that, they asked him about the playoff game. He's like, Yeah, I was in a dark place. I had to go to a ton of therapy to get over yeah, it. it. Therapy. Like, yeah, like obviously the guy's gonna be a why why would he do that if he didn't feel that way? I mean, yeah. it's probably a shot to his confidence, but he's like, No, I'm I'm a good quarterback. He just 
spent like 10 therapy sessions saying that over and over again. Yeah, he's not going to come out and be like, yeah, my time is probably done here. You know, I mean, talking about confidence, just he can just go look at his bank account and uh, he can feel pretty good. Yeah. About the job he's doing. But yeah, I think. I think it's it's just it's it's the off season. We will. We all know that we will take whatever morsel of anything because the therapy thing probably should have been the, the biggest story to come out of that whole press conference that he went to therapy after he lost a game like i understand players deal differently and this is their job and it affects guys differently but i don't think too many players have come out and been like i had to go to therapy to to like get over a playoff loss so by the way it's mental health awareness month it so <laughs> so that's yeah right so they should have taken Sand. advantage of that they should have taken yeah. advantage of that um but yeah that's all i got for today uh, make sure to like this video, subscribe to this channel. Don't forget to head to the description. We are giving away a free Justin Jefferson jersey. The last day to enter is tomorrow, Friday, May 6th. Uh, terms and conditions apply. Just head to the description for the link to enter. Make sure you follow the Viking Aids on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, but until next time, which will be Monday at 6.15, PM Central, Chris and I will talk to you later. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.